0: Listening to the Retirement Remix Show with financial advisors and host Chip Munn, that's me, and John Tate of Signature Wealth Group. Get ready for a bite-sized dose of timely and actionable financial planning and retirement tips alongside remixed retirement stories from real people just like you. Listen in now to be inspired, find direction, and build your own retirement remix. John Tate, welcome back, man.
1: Chipmon, how are you, sir?
0: I am doing great, doing better than you. Uh, for <laughs> folks who, for folks who uh, are just tuning in, John is recording today with the vid. He's got the Rona and is kind of manning up uh, to join us. John, how are you feeling?
1: I am trying not to spread any of my germs through the the computer internet, but uh, I think I'm doing a, an okay job of that so far. It's just headaches and uh, just I'm more irritable than usual or that's maybe that's what my wife tells me I'm not I'm not sure
0: well I'm just I'm just glad that it's not just me so uh, I'm glad to know it's it's not just irritability and having to talk to me every week Um, you know or or to talk about taxes you know that's enough taxes are enough to make most anybody irritable and uh, you know this is the time of year that uh, much like back a couple of months ago, we were inundated with uh, you know the political ads. Now is the time of year that we get uh, tax ads, preparations, refunds, all those kinds of things. And so I thought it'd be interesting for us to talk about John. One of the questions I get, uh, you know, more frequently than than I would expect, is should I do my own taxes? What are your thoughts on? kind of do it yourself versus having it done for you?
1: I think usually, I mean, that's a very common question we get all the time. At what point do you flip the switch? What When does it make sense to start paying somebody else to do a job for you instead of doing it yourself? And normally I think it changes with, uh, the, the layers of complexity uh, that you add. The more complex your life is, the more people you need, just in general, helping you out, get everything done. So from a tax standpoint, if you've got a W-2, that's pretty much data entry. If your spouse has a W-2, pretty pretty much the same thing, maybe a student loan, maybe a mortgage, that's a pretty common t- uh, tax return to have. I still think you could probably do it yourself. Uh, but as as you start to add in other things like a rental property or a vacation home, or let's say you've turned that hobby uh, pre-COVID into something that is an actual job producing revenue, ha- it has expenses, or uh, maybe you leave your employer and go into work for yourself or into business for yourself, Though all of those things may trigger a change that makes everything complicated enough to where you would want somebody else's eyes from a professional standpoint on all the numbers.
0: Well, I would tend to agree. You know, for me, one of the things I've always heard is there's a big difference between cutting your own grass and cutting your own hair. You know, some things are better left to professionals because they're just too important. And I think that part of that to your point, can have to do with complexity. But the other part is the potential consequences for getting something wrong. You know, if I I cut my grass wrong uh, or if I miss a spot, my neighbors are upset. Uh, uh, Worst case, right? But if I, I, you know, I've seen too many movies with Jim Carrey and some of the haircuts, you know, Dumb and Dumber is the one that comes to mind that, uh, yeah, uh, some things are just too important. And so I think that... You know, for me, uh, that's a big. It's not just the uh, the amount of time; it's the risk involved too with with getting it wrong. One of the things that I see a lot is that there's a big difference, and I think this kind of goes underappreciated. There's a big difference between tax preparation, which is what all these commercials are about, and tax planning. And so, for me. I've always equated it, and uh, John, I'm curious to know kind of your your thoughts on the difference, but I've always equated it to kind of the difference between a reporter and a meteorologist. You know, a re- reporter shows up, looks really good, and tells you what has already happened. Um, yeah, you know, My wife spent years in the news, got a great deal of respect for reporters, uh, but in reality, uh, she really wanted to be a meteorologist at one point, yeah. And and the difference with a meteorologist, right, is that they show up. They say, "Here's what we expect to happen based on all the information we have." You might want to bring an umbrella on Thursday. And I think that's a big difference that sometimes goes underappreciated in the tax world because that that meteorology of of forward looking, some prediction and and kind of giving you some actionable things to do is what I see tax planning being more like. And I think there's a lot of value in that. What are your, what are your thoughts on that?
1: That was a good save by the way on reporters and meteorologists. So we don't have a lot of angry, angry listeners uh, tuning in next, next week. But um, I, you know, I think uh, the, if there are a lot of changes going on, tax planning is invaluable. And we hear a lot of things in the news about the minimum wage going up, um, wages just in general rising, uh, inflation is starting to creep into certain parts of the economy, and that's because people are are making more and, and potentially spending more. Anytime you have an income change in your life, that is a point at which you need to do some tax planning, whether on your own or with the help of a professional. And in our opinion, you just Hire a professional who helps people with that all the time, you'll get better quality advice. And uh, it's tax planning is so much more than just a snapshot in time of somebody looking at the documents you file at the end of the year and saying, this is what the picture looks like today. Tax planning can help you avoid penalties, interest, underpayment of taxes, uh, and, and those nasty surprises at the end of the year when you expect to get X amount of dollars back potentially because you have in the past, but your income changed, you didn't change with it, and now you owe more uh, than you might be expecting. And it's you know, it's not like you can't overcome that, but it's, it's never a fun surprise when you owe the IRS money.
0: No, and, you know, the IRS is the most efficient, uh, you know, collector uh, that there is. You know, they're, they're one of the few people who they get part of your money before you do you know, in most cases. And so uh, they're, they're not the kind of folks, and, and I, can, uh, I can tell you not thankfully from personal experience but from experience with clients, there are very few phone calls that you want to get Uh, maybe the only uh, three letters that might be worse are FBI, you know, as far as people who might be calling you. But the the IRS is definitely not somebody you want to get a call from. So what are some of the – you mentioned changes, John. What are some of the things that, you know, I I can think of of several. You mentioned earlier opening or or closing a business and and some of the things there. What are some of the other things for the average person that – might be reasons why they would, you know, kind of changes that could go on that might benefit them from having some tax planning.
1: I mean, um, you know, if you make changes to some of the the main features of your life, if you buy or sell a home, uh, you refinance your mortgage, um, you know, potentially buy or sell rental property that you own. Maybe you do a 1031 exchange or, or need to talk to somebody about that. Uh, did you open a business? Did you close a business? What are the expenses and uh, associated costs with that? And then if you own your own business and maybe you've been self-employed and you've been, um, you know, working alone, did you hire an employee or vice versa? Did an employee did and do what you expected and you had to fire somebody? These are all changes either in a bit or in your home life that would potentially impact what is disclosed to the IRS at the end of the year. So those are some of the changes that I would you know, uh, see and, and require you to do something about it.
0: Or you had a baby, right? Or you decided to put, uh, you know, your save some money for college or, yeah. And the other thing we talk about changes, uh, in addition to changes in your life, one of the biggest advantages I feel like of working with somebody who spends all their time doing tax work is that heaven knows the tax laws change enough. You know, it, it's not an uncomplex subject. And so, a lot of times, uh, just having somebody to decipher some of the changes, and more importantly, because I'm not a big believer in getting caught up in what the the media, and I'm not an anti-media guy per se, but you know, is talking about uh, is it really matters a whole lot less what's going on with the tax code in general. It matters a whole lot more of what's going on with the tax code code that's applicable to you, and I think that's an area where getting some professional help can can be a big thing. Things change in your life, and things change in the uh, in the tax code on a pretty regular basis. And so it, it merits really paying a lot of attention. So, John, when it comes time to, let, let's say that I buy into the notion that I probably could use some help. Who do you, I mean, how do you decipher who it is that you choose? What are some of the different kinds of uh, kind of tax professionals? And you know, how do you tell the difference and how do you tell what would be best for you?
1: I think um, it just depends on what it is that you're looking for. Uh, And, uh, you know, I think that if we're talking about tax planning, the type of professional that can probably give you the best information there would still be a CPA. They have, you know, they, they fall under the state guidelines. They get approved through the state. They have the broadest base of knowledge about what is going on in the different aspects of your life. And so I would, if you're an individual filer, I would start with a CPA other option for individual filers would be to hire an enrolled agent and this is somebody who has received a federal um, I guess register of their abilities uh, through the IRS and they are uh, they can handle just uh, the most specific tax return questions audits they can represent you to the IRS it's a very specific field to be in they have a very specific knowledge base and can be very helpful Um, but you know that's another kind of professional that you could hire uh, in the place of a CPA if if all you want is that tax uh, help um, and not much not much else.
0: Yeah I, I think that the you know the biggest thing about a CPA right is the amount of time that it takes to you know EA versus CPA they're they're, they both have ethics requirements. They both have things that they have to, to do. They're registered differently, state versus federal. But the other thing with a CPA, and, and a lot of times in bigger firms, you'll see a difference between, say, an accountant and a CPA, a staff accountant and a CPA. And a lot of that is experience and time in. There are a lot of requirements to getting a CPA. Um, and, and so in a lot of cases, you have in, in larger companies, you may – work with somebody who's helping prepare the return but it's always then reviewed and and overseen by somebody who has a little bit more kind of ed- both education and experience. What about John for the non-individuals? So let's let's say that we're getting a, a little bit into business. What are some of the you know uh, you hear a lot of other terms like bookkeepers and um you know payroll uh, what what are the what are the differences where where does that matter
1: it, it all has to do with how complex your business is and one of the things you really you quickly realize as a small business owner is that <laughs> Um, handling your bookkeeping, handling your tax prep, handling the payroll. These are all things you have to do, but these are all things that take away from your ability to make money in your business because it's just another thing that you need to focus on and keep up with. And the longer you put it off, the longer you um, don't save time for it on a regular basis, the more it adds up and the longer it will take you to complete the process at the end. And so what I typically see for small businesses, the first step that they make um, is uh, they've hired a CPA already usually to do their books because, or to do their taxes because um, they've got their own business. The first thing that they peel away is typically bookkeeping, handling of the day-to-day expenses, figuring out what money is going where. And these um, CPAs and tax professionals will, bookkeepers will provide you with a snapshot um of where the money is being spent. And so this is something that is very helpful as a business owner to look at on a regular basis, but it might not necessarily be something you have the time to do on your own if you haven't hired somebody else to do it. So that's usually the first piece that somebody peels away. And then payroll is another piece. I I see business owners... Hang on to the payroll part of it longer because, you know, they want to make sure it all happens. And this is the biggest part of their uh, monthly expenses is payroll usually and um, um, so that's the last piece that they usually peel away but from a tax preparer tax planner standpoint, the more avenues that they have to look at the different aspects of your business and how things are working, how things are changing, the better the advice that they can give you from a planning standpoint. So I would just, if I was going to give one piece of advice, you know, if you can afford to you know, hand off the bookkeeping, hand off the payroll part, uh, the sooner, the better. I think you'll get better advice from the CPA, the tax planner, and it'll help your business evolve. And it will be something that you can immediately, uh, not have to worry about. And you can actually spend time making money in your business, growing your business rather than focusing on that.
0: Well, and at a minimum, you're not dealing with payroll and bookkeeping. And, and most people, unless that's the business that you got into, that's not really, um, you know, you're, you're not doing that as your unique ability. You're not doing it because it's fun and enjoyable and you're getting yeah, uh, you know, personal benefit out of it. You're doing it because you have to. And so there are lots more, if we're being honest, particularly as we're talking about later in a, a career or a business or, or in retirement where we're picking up some consulting and things like that, The last thing you want to do is spend time, the whole point of the idea of the retirement remix is doing things that you want to do and that you enjoy doing and that, you know, from a financial standpoint are profitable, Uh, you know, again, unless that's your line of work, probably not, you know, where you want to spend your time. So, you know, John, what are some other kind of strategies that we might see folks employ that, you know, might benefit from talking to a professional?
1: So one of the some of the ones that we see, uh, especially after the tax law change of twenty eighteen, um, is the uh, subchapter S corporation and adding that tax uh, structure to an LLC that people already have, and adding that allows business owners to not only. Um, have w-2 income but also take a draw from the company and that draw is taxed differently so it can sometimes be more tax efficient for business owners to have an s corp um, rather than just an llc and in order to make that decision i typically recommend that our clients go talk to a tax professional first we can certainly give them all the details but to actually make the decision and go through all the steps to do it the CPA is, is one that handles that. And that's been one of the most common, but you and I were on a, a call. What was it a, a month or two ago about uh, deferring income for attorneys, which was something new to me. I had never discussed it before, but maybe you want to add some color on that.
0: Well, I mean, anytime, you know, one of the biggest things is for anybody, uh, regardless in going back into the idea of tax planning is when you realize income. And so part of what, that call was about was the ability for attorneys to structure settlements, you know, and to be able to have their uh, of their fees, not just for for clients. And that's a big deal. It's also a big deal, though. It's indicative for a bigger thing when you look at folks in retirement uh, who may or may not have to take a required minimum distribution, and and how do you structure where you take your income from? And that, that's really an area where we. Uh, as advisors have to spend a lot of time and it's best when uh, you have a coordinated team working together between your advisors um, you know, and your tax professionals to really make sure you know I often tell, uh, clients that the last thing you really want. And in fact, I talk a lot to our advisors about it is the last thing anybody wants is have two professionals that they trust, give them different information. I mean, that's, that's like mom and dad telling you two different things. Uh, it's really hard to decipher that and it can add a lot of, it can actually add anxiety. I I think it's a much better way to do things to have, you know, an advisor, an attorney, an accountant, to have those folks working together to come up with uh, comprehensive advice that they all agree on to come to you as as the investor, as the client together and say, here is our advice from your group. Because I, I think that oftentimes, yeah, you know, let's be honest, uh, folks who are in the financial advice or uh, who are in any professional business, they're really well-educated. Most of them are not, Shy, They're not wall flat. They have an opinion. And the last thing you want is to end up with two conflicting opinions when in reality, in a lot of cases, it's really more a matter of preference. And so best for, you know, the best experiences I've seen are when professionals get together and give kind of coordinated advice. So, John, any closing thoughts on the idea of uh, of taxes and um, really whether or not we should be – Working with a professional.
1: I mean, I think we've answered the question. I, I think we've laid out some pretty clear cases of why and why not when you should, when you shouldn't. And um, I can certainly uh, say that my son's favorite, uh, um, you know, favorite strategy is to get different answers from me and my wife. And he'll be eight this month. He's already figured it out uh, that he can usually get more if he can play one of us off the other. So um, it's uh, you know, you never want to get in that situation.
0: No, you, you really don't. And you know. so the last thing that I would say kind of in closing is if uh, nothing else, use this conversation as uh, an opportunity to do two things. If you don't have an advisor, uh, reach out to one of us, one of the offices, or, or your advisor, I mean tax advisor, reach out to uh, your financial professional or one of our signature wealth offices and get some suggestions. But use this as an opportunity This year, frankly, for the most part, it's too late to do anything about your 2020 tax return. It's not too late to do something about your 2021 tax return. So let this be a prompt for you whenever you're listening to it to either find or reach out to your tax professional and to use this to make next year even better than this year. Uh, We look forward to having you back again real soon. John? It'll be even better next time. Thanks a bunch, man. We'll see you next week. Feeling better. Be good. Here we have it. Another great episode. If you'd like to continue the conversation, here are four ways that we can help. First, complete the Retirement Success Scorecard to discover whether or not you're on track to a successful retirement on your terms. You can find this at signaturewealth.com slash Second, get a complimentary copy of my book, The Retirement Remix. Whether you're interested in real-life retirement stories and inspiration from others like you, or you want to learn more about Medicare and Social Security, it's all in there. Go to retirementremix.com to grab your copy. Third, listen in on biweekly office hours with our team. We host live virtual office hours to share new investment and planning information and answer your money, markets, and retirement questions. Find the details to join us at SignatureWealth.com slash office hours. And fourth, schedule a complimentary strategy call with one of our advisors to make sure you're on track toward your ideal retirement. Go to SignatureWealth.com and select the Signature Wealth office closest to you. We'll be back here next week for more on the Retirement Remix. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes or anywhere you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. Here we have it, another great episode. If you'd like to continue the conversation, here are four ways that we can help. First, complete the Retirement Success Scorecard to discover whether or not you're on track to a successful retirement on your terms. You can find this at signaturewealth.com scorecard. Second, get a complimentary copy of my book, The Retirement Remix. Whether you're interested in real-life retirement stories and inspiration from others like you, or you want to learn more about Medicare and Social Security, it's all in there. Go to theretirementremix.com to grab your copy. Third, listen in on biweekly office hours with our team. We host live virtual office hours to share new investment and planning information and answer your money, markets, and retirement questions. Find the details to join us at signaturewealth.com slash office hours. And fourth, Schedule a complimentary strategy call with one of our advisors to make sure you're on track toward your ideal retirement. Go to signaturewealth.com and select the Signature Wealth office closest to you. We'll be back here next week for more on the Retirement Remix. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes or anywhere you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode.